The Devils have officially given up on their season. Let's look at some potential players who could be dealt at the trade deadline. And also, how does Nico Heizer's injury affect the entirety of how the Devils are going to shapeshift their lines and also the roster with everything approaching so fast and with the season already halfway done at this point. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 2.05 p.m. Eastern Time, March 12, 2021 at the time of this recording. And the Devils still have lost six of their last seven. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically gave you guys a rundown of my post-game reaction against the New York Islanders. And I basically told you guys what went wrong for the New Jersey Devils and overall what can we expect from them going forward in the future and guys let's face it the New Jersey Devils were going to be sellers but in about a month so uh, at first I thought the New Jersey Devils to begin the year I thought okay they're a very solid team maybe they're not going to finish atop of the division but maybe we can you know uh, sneak into the playoffs somehow some way if a couple teams just slip up but unfortunately even though the Flyers and the Bruins are slipping up just a tad bit and the Penguins are also in that mix as well because the Boston Bruins went from top of the east to now being on the brink of it and just overall uh they're they're just gonna have to fight because look at the points differential out east it's really close with the exception of where the Devils and the Sabres are realistically if the Rangers go on a run they can also be in that discussion for the playoffs as well so right now as we speak if the season were to end right now it would be the Islanders Capitals Penguins and Bruins in the playoffs the Flyers would miss it so that's one of the tough things about being in a tough division and you know I'm just trying to give respect to uh, our other rival teams because when we're in a competitive uh, division like the East it it means that there's one good team that's going to get snubbed and it's going to miss out on the playoffs and that really sucks to see so I know the Flyers are the Flyers and we do not like them but the Flyers uh, you know to begin the year they were actually really good and they looked really consistent but the fact that if the season were to end right now and that they would miss the playoffs, that would be really disappointing to see. But other than that, the Devils and the Sabres were just too far behind to do anything with it. We would need to catch lightning in a bottle, but I don't think it's going to happen. So coming a month, the New Jersey Devils are going to be sellers. So you guys, uh, I remember doing a couple episodes on this on certain trade scenarios I see for the New Jersey Devils. So for example, uh, when Pierre-Luc Dubois was on the market, I said it was possible that the New Jersey Devils could make a move for him. And also I did an episode revolving around the Flames as Sam Bennett because Sam Bennett was also a healthy scratch for the Flames. And uh, I think he could be on the move uh, sooner rather than later. And then obviously more recently, I did a Jack Eichel one. But as we all know, Eichel recently got hurt for the Buffalo Sabres. So their cursed year continues. And speaking of cursed year, at least we're not the Buffalo Sabres. That's all I can say. So even though the New Jersey Devils are struggling, some teams have it worse. And that some team happens to be one team. And that's the Buffalo Sabres in our case. So uh, speaking of Jack Eichel and injuries, so uh, I believe my most popular trade um, discussion episode was the Jack Eichel one. 
Obviously, it's not realistic that a team like the New Jersey Devils would trade for someone like Jack Eichel because realistically, we would be making um, the Buffalo Sabres a lot better if we trade some of our young guys or some people on our roster. And also, I just don't think it would make sense on either side or either parties. And I don't think uh, the satisfactory level would be high enough to really have a serious discussion on it. But like I said, I love doing hypothetical episodes and seeing like what uh, the realistic scenario is for the New Jersey Devils. So guys, it's not that the New Jersey Devils can't make a move, but it's more of they shouldn't what I mean by that is they have the money and they have the pieces to make a move because look despite all their struggles they actually have some valuable pieces that could be dealt away whether it be at the AHL level or the NHL level whatever the case might be so like look at some of the players that they could potentially trade for example you know we got like Jack Hughes we got Nico Heizer even though he's injured right now obviously with his struggles recently Blackwood is still reasonable to deal way or you know just I'm sure he would spark some interest in some respective teams because he slept on maybe in the right defensive system he would do better because that's the one thing I want to hold uh, Mackenzie Blackwood accountable for so I've been hard on him the last couple of episodes which is kind of weird because I was always giving him high praise early on in the season but ultimately he's been struggling his goals against average right now is on pace to be the worst of his uh three years in the league so far and Albeit, I know the defense for the New Jersey Devils is not good, but I expect better. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, Mackenzie Blackwood, um, you know, if, if he's placed in the right defensive system, maybe we could see his numbers improve. That's why I was so big on the New Jersey Devils just trying to improve on their blue line. But ultimately, it's not going to work out in this case. So we're just going to have to work with what we got. So obviously, you know, we have our young core that we could deal away. And we have a few pieces in our AHL system as well. So uh, we have some future draft picks. Obviously, Holtz, uh, Foot. Uh, I, we got Walsh, we got Mercer, we got a lot of young guys that we could potentially deal away that scream potential. So remember guys, when I did an episode surrounding about uh, Foot and Walsh, how I said Walsh was teammates with Adam Fox, so he could potentially do something really well because they both led their respective uh, college team in points while they were blue line teammates. Also, uh, Nolan Foot is the son of Adam Foot, who has his number retired by the Colorado Avalanche. So you know, there's some potential players that we could trade, but we're not going to because that would hurt our rebuild ultimately. So, uh, guys, I'm not going to do a full-fledged episode on trade discussion until we get closer to the trade deadline because, like I said, it's still relatively early to be talking about this, but albeit the month will approach faster than we think. So here's some players that I think will be dealt away for the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, I'm not going to go into detail for it and just do not expect a fire sale from New Jersey at this point, we're just looking for some sort of draft picks that we could get and maybe a player or two that could just, uh, you know, give us a year or two of production and maybe uh, just be a diamond of rough or whatever the case might be. So here's some players that you could expect to see gone by the trade deadline for the New Jersey Devils or players that they are shopping right now. So some of these players are my personal opinion and some of these players are from reports that I'm seeing online. So First and foremost is Kyle Palmieri. We can expect to see him gone by the trade deadline. I'm sure there's some teams that would want him. Then obviously you got Nikita Gusev. Then you got Ryan Murray. And I've been telling you guys the last couple of episodes that Ryan Murray needs to continue to play for Lindy Ruff. I don't care how much he's struggling. He needs to be dealt away. And if I'm a team owner and you're just trying to trade him to my organization 
or I guess the GM would be in charge of this case. If I'm a GM of a respective team that you're trying to sell me Ryan Murray and he's not playing, he's a healthy scratch and he has a past history of injuries, I'm going to be like hanging up the phone right now. I do not want him. Then you got Sammy Votnin, who's been a little disappointing this year. Dmitry Kulikov. So like I told you guys, those are just players that I'm seeing whose names are popping up uh, you know, on various websites, or these are my personal opinions on who I think the New Jersey Devils should deal away. But like I said, guys, I think ultimately the Devils have given up on their season. With all due respect, they haven't shown some fight because I told you guys in the last episode against the Islanders is that the Devils just at times look like they didn't even want to be out there. So that's really concerning to see. It looks like Lindy Ruff has kind of lost the locker room, if if I'm being completely honest with you. It just doesn't seem like the New Jersey Devils are buying what he's selling right now. And it's one of the risks I said about hiring Lindy Ruff. Yes, he's one of the most winningest coaches in NHL history. And I have full respect for the man, but you cannot teach a newborn puppy old dog tricks and derives from the saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks so you know that's just all I'm saying it's all due respect it's all love but at the end of the day I just don't think New Jersey has it in them to make this uh improbable comeback and like I told you guys this is completely subjective and we will do a full-fledged episode about possible trade candidates for the New Jersey Devils and also who they can trade away when the trade deadline approaches even quicker and when things start to become more and more official and more clear because like I said still relatively early but I just wanted to throw some names out there to give you guys just some sort of preview as to what's to come in the next few weeks for the New Jersey Devils and who can we expect to see will be dealt away who will be gone and I wouldn't be surprised if the Devils tried to you know put some feelers out there for Travis Zajac I know he's getting up there in age I know he's been a long time New Jersey Devil but ultimately he's not really helping with our rebuild he's just there and yes I'm not saying he's a bad player I'm just saying with what he's bringing to the game he's just not helping with our rebuild so I really hope the New Jersey Devils can maybe just search for uh, a suitor for Travis Zajac because like I said I don't want to lose him for nothing and obviously with Subban's contract our only hope is the Seattle Kraken but Uh, ultimately guys those are my opinions those are the names I'm putting out there like I said we will do a full-fledged episode surrounding trade discussions for the New Jersey Devils I just want to wait until everything becomes more clear and everything becomes more official so anyway speaking of official you guys need to check out betonline.ag which is the best online betting website in the entire market it's time for the first live read this morning college basketball and the NHL are in full swing we already have some big matchups on schedule on tabs so BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody
So I wanted to talk more about Nico Heizer's injury and just give you guys a more in-depth information as to what happened and the process that in which Nico Heizer is going to have to go through in order to return back to the sheet of ice for the New Jersey Devils because ultimately we're already struggling and losing our head captain certainly does not help us. And a tweet was released before the recording of this episode saying that Lindy Ruff and the Devils organization still have no update as to what's going on with Nico Heizer currently, but they hope to get some more information within the next few days. Ultimately, it's just to see uh, how Nico Heizer is doing and just how much longer we're going to have to wait until he is back on the ice. But ultimately, guys, I think it's going to be for a minute because like I told you guys, this is week to week and week to week, it took like a month and a half before Nico Heizer was able to make his debut for the New Jersey Devils this year. So it seems like he just couldn't catch a break. So, you know, it's safe to say that the Devils, we've officially hit a rough patch in our season. We've dropped seven of our last eight games. We're 0 for 19 in our last uh, power play opportunities in those seven games. And it just seems like nothing can go our way with the exception of the Boston Bruins game from a couple days ago. But ultimately, we have the Bruins number. So I don't know what else we could do. But uh, yeah, we're, we're just uh, we're, we're struggling right now. OK, our specialty teams continue to provide subpar production. Blackwood has been inconsistent lately. Ryan Murray, remember when he was a healthy scratch, now he's back on the ice. Uh, Rotations seem to be a little messed up for the New Jersey Devils because remember in the last episode, I told you guys that Andreas Janssen, he only had two shifts in period number two. So that was a little surprising to see that his production was also going down. So I'm questioning what Lindy Ruff is doing because like I said, don't do anything drastic, especially when we're in a uh, losing rut or you know, doing something drastic can either go really well or really bad. But ultimately, if you have the luck that the New Jersey Devils had, it most likely will go very bad for us, like extremely bad. So it seems as though nothing could go right for us. And recently, you know, we suffered a devastating blow. Uh, our newly named captain, Heizer, recently suffered a face injury and will keep him out for quite some time. So the injury was a complete freak accident if you guys didn't know already, because it was made at the hands of our defenseman P.K. Subban, because in a game against the Capitals on February the 27th, during the course of the third period, Subban open-fired a shot from the point area, and unfortunately, the puck hit Heizer's face shield. So, uh, ultimately, his face shield was able to absorb some of the strong momentum from the puck, but not enough for him to avoid some of the impacts of it. So, guys, this is why I'm glad that face shields are in the NHL because Nico Heizer could have potentially lost his eye from this play. So, uh, just thank the Lord that the face shield was able to get some of that contact and some of that momentum because, like I told you guys, without that face shield, Nico Heizer will be blind in one eye and he might not ever see again or uh, his face will be completely messed up for the rest of his life. So, um, once he got hit, he went down onto the ice immediately and was holding his face. So the referees quickly, uh, blew their whistles and, uh, play stopped immediately. Do you guys remember? He was bleeding extensively, but luckily the trainers were able to get to him quickly with a towel and to just say, okay, put your head back. So that way the blood could go back into your head and it's not, uh, going onto the ice or to, on any of the players. So what gave the Devils organization some hope and also myself some hope and probably you guys listening to this episode some hope that the injury wasn't as serious as it looked uh, because he was able to stand up and walk towards the locker room under his own power and didn't require any additional assistance. So sometimes when an athlete is able to do that, 
it usually signifies that the respective injury isn't that bad. However, a couple of days went by and Heijer was still nowhere to be seen. There was a lot of concern and speculation amongst the fan base as to how severe his injury truly was. Because remember guys, I was talking about it in a couple episodes saying Heijer's not on the ice. Heijer's not at practice. Heijer's not on the bench. Heijer's not in the starting lineup. I'm starting to grow a little concerned to see um, how severe this injury potentially is for the Devils and also for Heijer as well. Hopefully he's all right, but ultimately it didn't look good. But uh, we're going to have to derive uh, from the story just a bit because it's time for the second live read this morning and it comes from Bilt Bar. And guys, get ready for March Madness, but no, I am not talking about college basketball. I'm talking about Bilt Bar. Okay, everybody, we've heard of March Madness for basketball, but have you heard of March Madness for Bilt Bar? So we have been telling you about Bilt Bar the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Built Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar and hopefully they advance in the bracket similar to how college basketball March Madness works. So vote as many times as you possibly can and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother. So those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your next order. I repeat, at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Man, I love Built Bar so much. So when asked to give an update surrounding Heijer's injury at a Devils practice, head coach Lindy Ruff stated, no update, but no bad news either. While his answer was vague, it gave the Devils fan base a small amount of hope that maybe Heijer would be listed as day-to-day. These hopes and rumors were quickly put to rest because a couple hours before the game against the New York Rangers on March 4th, if you guys remember, there were reports released revealing the true severity of Heijer's face injury in which he apparently suffered a sinus fracture due to the puck's impact. So talk about a freak accident, like I said earlier. So the Devils officially placed him on injured reserve list and declaring him to be out week to week. So to give you guys some more reference on to how long he could potentially be out, Heijer was listed week to week back in late December due to a lower leg injury that he suffered while working out at his home in Switzerland. But as a result, he missed all of training camp and didn't make a season debut until February 20th against the Buffalo Sabres. So literally, just he was only a few weeks into the season and now he's out again week to week. So albeit he did have a setback due to testing positive for COVID-19 in early February, but his time missed with his respective leg injury was still extensive. So his absence is a big blow to a struggling Devils team despite him being named the youngest head captain in the entire NHL. It seems as though Heijer cannot catch a break. He has only appeared in five games registering three points, two goals, and one assist as a result. So people are starting to notice that Heijer's numbers seem to be heading downwards. But the argument can be made that since his games played have also been going down, it results in his personal statistics going down. So a shortened injury plague season certainly won't help him repeat his rookie year stats. So what's next for the New Jersey Devils, you might be asking, in the wake of his absence? So once again, the Devils are going to have to adapt during Heijer's absence. One of the worst parts is that the line combination 
of himself, Jesper Bratt, and Pavel Zaka were on a bit of a hot streak prior to his injury. So remember, guys, I told you in the last episode that those three players were playing really, really, really well, and Zaka was on a bit of a hot streak. Bratt looked like he had uh, more confidence, was passing the puck really well, getting his points on the board. Obviously, Heizer was slowing his way uh, into the role of head captain and also just returning to action, but ultimately luck was just not on the New Jersey Devils side so considering the fact that the Devils did relatively well without him brought and Sammy Votnin at one point it's not entirely impossible for them not to break out of their recent losing skid of course uh you know don't get your hopes up I'm just trying to plant a small bit of hope inside your brains but please do not take the bait I'm just trying to give you guys a small amount of hope at this point and just trying to you know give you guys something to like lean on but ultimately the the season is over for the New Jersey Devils. Our chances of going to the playoffs, zero, and we have no chance of sneaking in, especially with how hot uh, like the Islanders have been recently, how hot the Capitals have been, and obviously, you know, then you got the Penguins, and then you got the Bruins and the Flyers fighting tooth and nail to get that final playoff spot, and also in the mix, still in it, down but not out, are the New York Rangers, and pretty much out of it are the Sabres and the Devils, so that's how the East standings are looking out for uh, us right now. So, in wake of his injury, uh, Kulkanen was brought back up to the main roster once again to help fill some space, and obviously Kulkanen scored in the last game against the Islanders for the New Jersey Devils, so that's another obstacle that the Devils are going to have to overcome. They're already in the mix of experimenting with different line combinations. It will be an interesting few weeks for the Devils organization, as remember what I said earlier uh, in the episode, uh, they look for the right ship with Heizer out as the trade deadline approaches in one month. So that's why I wanted to talk about trade options because like I told you guys, with Heizer going down, it certainly makes things more interesting for New Jersey to see what they can do. And obviously Lindy Ruff is experimenting at this point, seeing what line combinations work, what doesn't work. And this is ultimately a trial to see who stays on the team and who needs to get out of here because there's a difference between being a good player but not really helping with our rebuild and then being a decent player but who can help with our rebuild. He's signed to a few more years. He has potential, whatever the case might be. So ultimately, at this point, here's something you guys can look forward to. You can look forward to Mercer, Foot, and also Holtz. That's what you can look forward to. But ultimately, with Heizer going down, it sucks for New Jersey. But this is why I did this episode, just to give you guys some insight on what's going on with the New Jersey Devils and how Nico Heizer's injury really changes everything for us. So uh, let me know what you guys think on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Uh, Devils have two more games this weekend, uh, one tonight actually, against the New York Islanders. So let's see if we can just get one of three. That's all I'm asking for this at this point. Or we can take it to OT and just get a single point. I don't know. Uh, we, we, we need something to rely on. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, go Devils. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Uh, let's just see what the Devils could do against the Islanders. Fingers crossed at this point.